0: Hey, it's V David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Well, my next guest needs very little introduction beyond when I say his name. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson, former Secretary of Housing and Urban Development founder of American Cornerstone, uh, you can go to BenCarson.com and or AmericanCornerstone.org and never forget LittlePatriotsLearning.com. I think from now on, I'll just say the man who will not retire because his retirement plan is better than mine. Ben, good morning. How are you, my friend?
1: Hey, David. Always good to hear a voice of reason
0: and common sense. Good to well, be thank, thank you. You know, can I share something with you? that that you and I have talked about.
1: Yesterday I was
0: in Arlington, Texas at a GM Union Hall, UAW two seventy six local, six thousand strong, predominantly black local of UAW workers, and there was little or no daylight on common values. Mm. Blunt talks, you know it, Ben, you've done it. Straight talk yes. on issues of you know transgenderism to five-year-olds and all these other things i asked blunt questions got resounding hell knows and a lot more knows but some people were hell no i mean people people are people man <laughs> basic things And
1: and, they, and and they are and that's exactly true and i think across america if you were to actually present the two sides in a straightforward way without a lot of massaging and manipulation, it would be resounding, it would be overwhelming. But the left has learned with the assistance of the media how to sugarcoat what they're talking about and and thus to manipulate people. And that's the reason that our founders emphasize the importance of a populace that is well informed and educated because those people are hard to manipulate.
0: They are. you know. I, I don't know if you know of this gentleman. He's been in D.C. a long time. He's on Urban View here, Dr. Wilmer Leon. He's a lecturer and professor at Morgan State, uh, a liberal, as they say, you know, on the liberal channel. The two of us sat side by side on common values. And to your point of, you know, trying to divide us, the two of us found more in common on common values.
1: That's exactly right. And, you know, I'm I'm working on a a publication now with, believe it or not, Benjamin Crump and Armstrong Williams on the educational crisis. And the point being that people who come from very different political perspectives can all agree that what's happening, particularly in our public schools, is a disgrace and it's disabling generations for the future
0: yeah rather than allowing them to be more able to run their lives and do better speaking of schools let's get right to it and boy i tell you when 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 you speak a lot of people listen the pandemic is over that's what the president said. And then for about the next 24 hours, everybody else from the White House press, you know, establishment and Ron Klain and whoever else. Oh, no, no, no. It's not over yet. Is that before the election or after the election? Do we have a date certain? I'm not sure.
1: I mean, it was it was like the the replaying of The Wizard of Oz. You know, they all came out and said, don't mind that man behind the curtain. And, uh, you know, it's it's so sad. Because we're talking about a very dangerous period of time in the world right now. This is not the time to have someone at the helm who is not in full possession of their faculties. It's not, and this is going to sound strange to some people, but it's not really his fault. Uh, You know, he's undergoing the same kind of thing that many elderly people undergo, And I think the people closest to him actually knew that and they've known it for a long time, but they're using him in a way. I feel kind of sorry for him, but I feel even more sorry for our, our nation. But here's the good thing. Our founders designed a system that would take this kind of thing into account and give the power to the people to design the kind of system that they want. We get to decide right now at this juncture, 246 years after our constitution was put forth, do we want to keep that system or do we want to change it into something else? We get to decide that, we the people. But we must be informed. We must be educated. We can't go into the voting booth and just say, I recognize that name. Yeah, you know, that doesn't work. We have to actually spend some time listening to these individuals and seeing like you did, you know, when you were uh, with the union people, talking to them about what their values are. People must learn to vote their values. If they vote their values, we'll be just fine.
0: Yeah very true you know I, I you and i and i certainly you know this don't diagnose from a distance but you you bring up you know whether it's joe biden's fault or not and and i found this revealing last week i i had forgotten about it but keith Ablo, who i know was a therapist to hunter biden and in an exchange of texts and, and i think this points to why we should be concerned again i will not diagnose now you know from a distance that's wrong, uh, regardless of you know whatever signs or assumptions people want to make. But in January 2019, Ablo sent a text to Hunter said, "Your dad is the answer." Then later quoted himself saying, "Any man who can triumph triumph over dementia is a giant. Think what he could do for our nation's recovery." Hunter's response: "You're such an a-hole," but that made me laugh out loud. Ablo went on. Perhaps he can help us remember all we intended to be as the people since he can now remember his address. Hunter's response. Father doesn't need to know where he lives because that's the only thing the Secret Service gets right at least 75% of the time. People knew there were issues, Ben. Of course they did.
1: And that they were willing to sacrifice put to risk our nation in that situation is is abhorrent but I think what we have to do uh, individuals like yourself who have a platform is to continue to just talk to people about common sense what does it mean when you keep kids out of school for instance and you see a huge increase in mental illness and suicides and suicide attempts uh, a dramatic drop in their abilities in mathematics and in other uh, subject matters, which will have a profound influence on what happens to them in the future. And why aren't we talking about this? And and in some cases, why are some of the mandates even still in place that impact those kinds of things? It's crazy.
0: It, It is also deliberate. I mean, those in positions of influence and power who attempt to divide us To what end? Is it for our benefit or for their maintenance of their power, to hold power, to hold sway at every level, by the way? Not just, you know, people talk about the congressional elections, but there are many other elections in America. There are people vying for your vote, but do they really support your common values and your needs?
1: Uh, Exactly right. and But, you know, there's a God in heaven. And I don't neglect that because we've been trying to push our faith out. And as we've pushed it out, we've become much more coarse in our relationship with each other. It makes us vulnerable to those people who want to sow seeds of hatred and discord rather than love your neighbor, which is what our Judeo-Christian values teach us, not to cancel your neighbor, but to love your neighbor. And then you look at the control issue that you were just talking about. You know, COVID was a perfect mechanism for that. But don't for one minute believe that when they finally are willing to release COVID as their uh, tool of control, that they won't substitute climate. And that's going to become the new issue. And you'll have to do mandates. Because of climate, you already see what's going on in California with with the mandate for electric vehicles by 2035, which is ridiculous, which is never going to happen. But that's what's going to replace it. Unless we the people are smart enough to recognize that we have been blessed with enormous amounts of fossil fuels. We've learned how to use them to extract them in a clean way green energy is good too renewable energy is good we don't, it doesn't have to be all or none it should be let's use what makes sense so that our people aren't suffering and so that we're not at the mercy of other countries
0: You know, I I think about what just came out regarding COVID, and, and I know that's where we, kind of one of our main focus, but you and I, we talk about a lot of things when we have this opportunity, and I appreciate that. But here we have the NIH funding EcoHealth Alliance, another you know, paltry sum by federal money standards, which probably aren't many of them, $600,000 to do more bat coronavirus research, led by someone who was one of the key people at the Wuhan lab. And right. we still don't even have the info we need from the Wuhan lab. I mean, it just it boggles it, my it, mind.
1: It's not the amount of money that they devoted to that. But the fact that they're even still doing it after the revelations that came out, it's almost like, we don't care what you people think. We are in control. We can do what we want. It's my way or the highway. I mean, this is what's happening in our society right now.
0: And if we don't stop it now, it'll, it'll be too late. I got to tell you, my friend, we are in a battle, but I also Coming out of that hall yesterday, I see a lot of real hope. If we could just engage, and I'm critical of the GOP on this one because they were invited to this hall, and they didn't show up. And you and I have talked about this. We, as Americans, we have to show up. I took my time to go. I was invited by one of my listeners, and so did Dr. Wilmer Leon. We took the time to go there and, and listen. We talk, yeah, we're talk show hosts, but we listened.
1: It makes such a big difference, you know. When I was secretary, you know, we went all over the country, and many of the places that I went to, you know, were Democratic strongholds. And people would come up to me after a session, and they would say, "You're nothing like they portray you to be. <laughs> You're a reasonable guy. You're a good guy. <laughs> we like what you have to say." But you know, there's so much propaganda out there and manipulation that's going on. And that's how certain people maintain their power, propaganda and manipulation.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, it's an effective tool. Uh, You did come up yesterday, but in a different context. I just remembered that. And in one uh, conversation, not on the stage, but off the stage, talking about children, I told someone about your Little Patriots program, but specifically about the workbook. Because of of the, the many books and all the things you have there, uh, that has always stood out with me. So I did mention America workbooks, you know, the monthly workbooks that people can print, they can, kids can yeah. color in and more. I think you probably got a new uh, client, as they say, yesterday.
1: <laughs> well, well, the people are, come, are signing on in droves, and it's, it's really wonderful. Uh, you know, particularly in the uh, private schools, the uh, parochial schools, the home schools, but some of the public schools are even starting to manifest some interest now. You know, they obviously have to fight with sort of the union control of the curriculum, but uh, you know, people can use it in a supplemental way even when they're in public school. The parents, the grandparents, the various guardians can use this effectively to give their young people a solid foundation.
0: Yeah, very much. I, you know, the other one I mentioned, and it's because of you that I actually have met, you know, Joel Freeman and Walter Milton, Black History 365. Yes. When asked by an audience member, and especially in a predominantly black union, in a union hall, I said, why don't we start with learning our true history? And, and I gave Joel and Walter a plug and said, go to the website. You know, look it up. I, you know, give people They've information, and I trust them. them.
1: Yeah, they did a wonderful job with that. They did a lot of research, years and years of research. And then the use of technology, you know, with the QR codes, it makes it incredibly interesting. And that's what we need to do. We need to find ways to make learning interesting for our young people. They'll respond if we do that. And I would love it if more of the schools went out and found people in their community who are very successful, who maybe started out at the lower rungs of society. And let the let the students talk to these people and find out, how did you do that? How did you make such progress? And it's particularly important in, in the black community because there's so much of an attempt to create victimhood. Uh, you know, most people don't know this, but there are one and a half million black millionaires in the United States. You don't talk about them. And, it, and most of them are not sports people or entertainers. They got there through other mech- mechanisms. Our people and all people need to understand that America remains a land of opportunity.
0: And it always will be because you and I and this audience and other Americans not listening will fight for it. And I'm in the win camp. We win, they lose. I'm kind of a Reaganite that way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in a good camp, David. Uh, I I invite more people to that camp.
0: Well, thank you, my friend. Uh, Good to hear from you. And uh, keep up the good work. And we'll keep rolling out the little patriots and American Cornerstone and everything we need to. We'll give them the knowledge. We'll work together. And and I appreciate it because, you know, your, your retirement's doing great. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right thanks david take care have a good day
0: thank you dr ben carson uh and you can of course go to ben carson.com but uh check out the little patriots program it, it is you know it is more than impressive and it is a starting point which leads you to further learning You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.